0: 12 minutes past 8 a.m. on this Saturday morning. Thanks so much for being with us. I want to talk a little bit more about the acquittal of Jean Gomeshi. We certainly talked about it on the day that the verdict was released, uh, when, it, when the uh, judgment was read out in court. And on that day, something that I was trying to stress or talked about was that, yes, we, of course, were talking about the acquittal. We were talking about the verdict. We were talking about what the judge had said as he gave his decision in that uh, scathing, scathing judgment. But the story is much, much bigger. Someone actually tweeted at the show while we were talking about it on the day, saying, why are you talking about this? What does this have to do with Vancouver? We're a station in Vancouver. This happened in Toronto. That is true. Geography plays into it. It didn't happen in Vancouver, but it's certainly a story that resonates and it is a story worthy of conversation well outside the city limits of Toronto. Joining us to talk a bit more about this and what happens now, because we certainly have seen a lot of reaction here in Vancouver and uh, around the world, is Hilla Kerner, a spokesperson with Vancouver Rape Relief and uh, Women's Shelter. Hilla, thank you so much for being on the program this morning.
1: Of course. Good morning, Jill.
0: Good morning. Uh, We've seen uh, protests, we've seen rallies, we've seen uh, a lot of reaction uh, from women, men and women, but mainly, I think, from women about the decision in the case. Uh, What is your take on both the decision and the reaction that we're seeing now?
1: So I'll start from the reaction because to the person who tweeted what does it have to do with Vancouver, there was a protest held on Thursday evening in front of the CBC building in Vancouver and a woman um, who was attacked by Gomeshi, she never came forward, she never um, reported to the police and she lives here in Vancouver, uh, read her testimony to the crowd, so um, Gomeshi has victims all over the country, he he lured all kinds of fans from all kinds of places, but of course the, the greater relevance is the experience of women being attacked by men that they admire or in love has a crush on is very common. The experience of women worrying um, that they will not be believed or they will be trash if they do um, report to the police. And the fear of women that the criminal justice system will not give them justice is relevant to women all over the country. And um, regarding the judgment, once the judgment came down, we we were um, we had to admit to each other. Why are we surprised? There is nothing. There was nothing different in this case and so many cases. that um, The few relatively to get, get to court, but the common situation that um, the rapists, the, the men who attack women, the, the men who beat women, very rarely convicted. But we did think that this case will be different because the public discourse is so much better. There is such a great understanding now what happens to uh, women who've been attacked, why it's so hard for them to move forward or to report to the police. And we were hoping that this uh, public discourse, this public support will translate to some understanding in court. And that did not happen.
0: Is there still the possibility, though, it could happen in that looking at the case and looking at what was presented in court and i and i liken this to other uh, trials that i've covered as well uh, there are times when Perhaps we walk away from the case and we collectively think justice perhaps wasn't served in that case. However, based on what was presented, the decision that came down, because many people say they weren't surprised, the decision that came down, whether we agree with it or not, was the correct decision based on the evidence. It it maybe isn't the correct decision based on, on all of the truths, but based on what happened in that courtroom It was. What do we take from that then and and learn from that as far as uh, learning from the flaws, learning from the mistakes made in this case?
1: Well, the problem is that a lot of frontline workers and women who will say that they're not surprised, definitely myself, we have so many cases when the women are much more prepared by the crowd and much more prepared by the police and uh, still the man is not convicted. So that was an extreme case and definitely mistakes happened and I think the police and the Crown did not do their job and the judge did allow the defense to go above and beyond the limitation of what a victim should endure so that was a very extreme case That a lot of legal experts can um, explain the mistakes and the errors and the problems and the inconsistencies but the common case of sexual assault where all this is not happening still the man is not convicted what we didn't have here Is a usual case of she said, he said, because the defense was so smart and did not let Gomeshi testify, because his testimony would not be held. He, He already said in public that he did similar things, he just argued consent, and this time they decided to be smarter than that because they knew that the argument of consent will not fly when there is such a public um, advancement of the understanding what consent is. But, yeah, those mistakes happen in this case. Uh, but, but The it's... judge never needed to go above and beyond and to trash the victims and to caution us that we have a problem of over-believing victims. This judge obviously is not informed with what's happening in the criminal justice system, how rare it is for victims of sexual assault to go so far and to actually see courts. Usually, most cases will never go to the Crown, let alone pursue charges. charges.
0: Uh, there, there was a lot of attention paid in this particular case about the actions of women after yeah. after the effect uh, the judge did say though it wasn't the actions it wasn't the fact that they kept in some cases that they made contact with Jean Gimeshi it wasn't that they they talked to him that that they sent him a photo that they sent him a note after the alleged assault what the problem with that was was that they weren't forthcoming with that information that they didn't disclose that information as soon as they as soon as they made the complaint do you think that will change because i think there are probably a lot of women out there who are in similar situations, who are embarrassed and who think that it's such a huge flaw. How could I have kept up a relationship? How could I have kept up communication? No one's going to believe me because I did this. Do you think this will at least help change that in that the judge was very clear? It's not that you made contact with him. It's that you weren't honest about it.
1: It's true that the judge did separate. It's not the women's action. It's the fact that he's not... um, fully explained or, or reported on these actions I think in this particular case the police and the Crown were extremely sloppy because if these women would work with the web crisis center we would have known to tell them you're going to be grilled of everything you ever did in relation to this man what did you say immediately, what did you say a year after, what did you say yesterday and we would have prepared them like we, we often do and I sh- it's really not clear why the Crown did not prepare these women properly but,
0: well, but, the but that's also the, the, the legal system. And you raise an interesting point because what that leads, points to, I would think, is that maybe a criminal trial isn't the best arena for this because the Crown doesn't work for the complainants. The Crown works for the public. It's not the Crown's job to investigate. Uh, so maybe something like this is, is better dealt with in civil court or we need a system where, where the women, the complainants, have their own legal teams that do that work.
1: Well, there is a like this, women can, in theory, take uh, their attacker in civil court. But we actually think that rape, sexual assault, violence against women, it's such a crucial, harmful phenomena that affecting the core and reinforcing women's inequality, that actually the crown and the state should have great uh, investment in stopping it. So we do call it the criminal justice system. We are hoping as a society that this system will get us some kind of justice. And at the moment, it's really the only way to hold men accountable. We are not still in a society when men who rape and beat women are shunned and boycotted and being socially sanctioned. It's very, very rare. So we still have to heavily rely on the criminal justice system. And I think the message from, from this case should not be that women should not use the criminal justice system, but the criminal justice system needs to dramatically improve to work for women. For example, the fact that he did not need to testify himself, it's a huge problem. He, he was never questioned about his actions.
0: But that's so, our entire justice system, is an accused is innocent until proven guilty. An accused has the right to not speak because it's, it's it's an accusation is made against somebody. It's not their job to, to defend it. It's the person who made the accusation's job to prove
1: it. It's true, and that's why we have such a high... Um, the, uh, we need to have a conviction only if there is beyond a reasonable doubt, which is very hard in sexual assault cases because you never have witnesses. So I'm not saying we should in any way interfere with the accused right, but I think really the answer is to improve the system and not to change the system. And we have a society, as a society we have a really urgent interest in improving that system, because not only women deserve justice, but when you hold men accountable, when a judge said that a man um, did wrong to women, it's a very important public educative message to men. This is unacceptable. So I would not, I would not work towards um, creating different and you know, alternative systems. Although I, although I do think the society needs to take on men, and we are relieved that um, definitely in the public court. Gomeshi is guilty, and more and more women are still coming with similar stories about other men and about Gomeshi. The fact that the victim who did not speak for years um, motivated to come forward, because we do know the public pay attention, and it does matter what you say to the public, and that an achievement that um, I don't believe will be undermined in spite of the judge's decision.
0: Uh, Hilla, it is uh, always good to chat with you. Thank you so much for joining us and for talking about this this morning. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. That is Hilla Kerner. She's a spokesperson for Vancouver Rape Relief and Women's Shelter. We will take a short break, and we will be back to wrap up the show. Stick with us.